This week we are headed into one of my favorite weeks of the year. Uh, if you can believe that or not, one of my favorite weeks. I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I love that it was on Thanksgiving Day uh, that Kel Lee was born. Exactly this day. His birthday is the day, but I'm thankful for that. Praise the Lord. Uh, I love that family comes to town, and I'm looking forward to my family coming in. They've got plans. Some of them will be coming here Tuesday. Some of them will be coming Wednesday, and I'm excited that they're going to be here this week. And then on top of all that, I love turkey, uh, dark meat and the light meat. Um, I love dressing, love gravy. Um, I'm excited about the cranberry sauce. I'm excited about the sweet potatoes. I love deviled eggs. I love pecan pie. I love pumpkin pie. Uh, I love hot rolls. I love gravy. Did I mention gravy yet already? Uh, I'm excited about this week. I love Thanksgiving and I love gravy. It's going to be a good week uh, this week. Well, today as, as we come to this week, uh, I wanted to do something a little bit different. We're going to take a one-week break uh, from our study in the book of Acts and we're actually going to talk about today, very fitting, being thankful. We're going to talk about giving thanks today and actually having a heart uh, that is a heart that, that is a thankful heart, whatever, whatever that means. Now, uh, we're, again, we're going to set that aside and that's what we're going to focus on today. Uh, if you think about it, the Bible talks about being thankful really over the entirety of the Bible. Uh, it's in the Old Testament. It's in many places in the Old Testament. Uh, when, we, when we're in the Old Testament, we could read, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. And over and over it goes. The, uh, the, the truth is God's people are to give thanks in the Old Testament. They're to be thankful. Uh, the psalmist says that we're to come into his courts, come into his presence with thanksgiving. And then when we get to the New Testament, we see it doesn't change. Maybe it even escalates in the New Testament, we see that in all things we're to give thanks. First Thessalonians says that. That we're to pray with an attitude of thanksgiving. Colossians says that. And over and over again, Paul says that we're to be thankful. In Ephesians, it says we're not to cease giving thanks. We shouldn't stop. We're not to cease giving thanks. And then in the book of Revelation, there's a scene in heaven where it tells us that the angels and the elders, they fall on their face and they say, thanksgiving be unto our God. It all ends with us saying, thank you, Lord. And so today we're going we're gonna to survey this subject. Our message is entitled, God Thanks. We're going to look at two verses to start and again we're going to travel through some other verses. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 3, and then Psalm 106 Verse 1, again, Psalm 105, verses 1 through 3, and then jumping over to Psalm 106, the first verse. I'm going to ask if you would, if you'd stand with me in the reverence of the reading of God's Word. Psalm 105, beginning in the first verse, says this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all of his wonders. Glory in his name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Jumping over to Psalm 106 verse 1. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we come today and we want to tell you, Lord, thanks. We want to tell you, Lord, we love you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you. We look and we see that every good thing is from you. We see all the blessings that you've given us, all the blessings. But more than that, we see that you've never left us in the bad times. You've never forsaken us, turned, and, turned us over, abandoned us in the bad times. And most profound, Lord, we have a Savior, Jesus Christ. When we've messed it all up and we're ruined in our sin, we have a Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we come today and I pray that the, the, the outcry of our hearts, Lord, is thank you for our Savior. Thank you for our salvation. We praise you for that. Lord, I pray now as we begin to think, as we begin to look at this subject, I pray that you would be known. I pray that you would move here and I pray that we would leave here encouraged, truly walking as a saved, redeemed people, thankful for our Savior, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We worship you. We thank you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Again, today is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to do what we normally do as we study moving through the verses. But we're really going to look at this subject. We're going to talk about this subject of thanksgiving, this idea of giving thanks with the hope today that God would be glorified. And listen, I, that is my hope today is that God would greatly be glorified, that he would be glorified today, that when we end this service, that he will have been exalted, that Thursday, as we celebrate, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, that he will be glorified on Thursday, that our minds, those of us that are here today, could not turn back to what we hear today, and, and they, would, they would praise him and thank him on Thursday. And really that would carry over into the totality of our life, that we would have hearts of thanksgiving. When you find us, that you would find people that actually give thanks. Now to start off this morning, let, let me begin by saying, today I believe we are in the most thankless time in our history. I, I really do, I truly believe that. I think today people are not thankful. I think the culture today is not thankful. I think today you look around, we are raising kids today that are thankless, that are, that are not thankful. And I, I think that is our day. I think if you survey uh, the population, you see the culture today, we are not a thankful people today. Now we can just leave it at that. We can just stop right there. But I believe it is much deeper than that. What causes that? What, what, what drives that? If that is the reality that we're a thankless people, what, what, what is it that has, has motivated that? Why are we so thankless in this day? Now, I want you to follow with me. If you are not thankful, let me, let me give you some reasons why it may be. If you are not thankful... It is because you're self-entitled. If you're not thankful, it is because you're, you are self-entitled. Now, what that means is you believe somebody owes it to you. You have no gratitude because you believe it was due to you. Uh, our kids today, they, they just expect that we're going to run them all over the place, and so they have no gratitude when we actually run them all over the place. Uh, our, our kids today, Christmas is coming and they, they already have all the things and they're, they're not grateful. They think somebody owed them 
those things. Uh, I watch the, the culture today, and maybe some of you can see this as well, in the workplace. Uh, people forget that our paycheck is tied to our work. Our paycheck is tied to our producing. Understand today, you're not entitled to a paycheck. It's nobody's job to, to pay your way. We are self-entitled. So understand, if you are not thankful, one of the, one of the things it can mean is that you are self-entitled. Second thing, if you are not thankful, it means you're self-focused. If you're not thankful, it means you're self-focused. Now, what, what that means is your eyes are not on other people, but over the course of your days, your eyes are fixed on yourself. Very simply, it's, it's all about you. And, and you do not express gratitude because you really don't feel gratitude. And all that you're worried about is yourself. There's another word for that. It's called selfish. You're selfish. Let me tell you this. Selfish people aren't thankful people. You ever notice that? You know what? This is mine and I'm do this and you owe me this and my eyes are on me and what's in it for me and what am I going to get out of this? And their eyes are always focused on themselves. Selfish people are not thankful people. And so you know what? If you're a, self, if you're a thankless person, it is because you're self-focused. Third thing is this. If you're not a thankful person, it is because you are self-satisfied. You're self-satisfied. Now, what, what I mean by that is you have, have, have come to the mindset that you're responsible for all the good in your life. You know what? I'm responsible for the good things in my life. You're, you start thinking, I'm responsible for the successes in my life, that it was all you. It was, it was all the things that you did, and you, you built this. And, and you, you, serve people, you think people are going to serve you because of who you are, because of what you've done. It's funny how the scripture sometimes sets us right all the time. It's funny how we can have a, a wrong concept in our mind. You know, the Bible says every good gift is from above. You know, there's some folks that are terribly blessed and they think, man, I already put this together and I'm smart. Did you know the Bible says every good gift is from above? And if you start to get too conceited, you know, the Bible says on your best day, the best thing you have to offer, you're but filthy rags. That's the truth of the scripture. You know what? I, I did all this. No, you didn't. Every good gift is from above. If you're not thankful, it could be because you're self-entitled, because you're self-focused, self-centered, or because you're self-satisfied. Now, here's the question. Did that just happen? Is that just who we are? Well, a couple generations, this is where we find ourselves. Is this who we've just become? I want, to, I want you to see this. It is way bigger than that. It's actually way bigger than that. Listen to this. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 says this. But realize this. That in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, 
unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Folks, I want you to be very sure today, a thankless culture, a thankless people is a sign that we're in the last days. Understand that today, a thankless people is a sign that we are in the last days before Jesus comes. When people are lovers of self, when people are arrogant, when they're self-focused, the Bible says when they are ungrateful. Here's the deal. God predicted these days. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but Jesus is coming again very soon. Jesus is coming again very soon. And one of the signs that he's coming again very soon is that people are lovers of self, they're arrogant, and they are ungrateful. That is how this happened. It is a much bigger thing than something that just sprung up on us. All right? Follow with me. So if that is what you are, if you're not thankful, here's here's a good second question. How do you know if that's talking about you? Now, if you're, if you're not thankful, you're selfish. If you're not thankful, you're self-focused. But how do you know if that's talking about you? Now, here's the deal. Sometimes it's easy to see that in others. And we say, well, look at all these ungrateful folks. But how do you know if that's you? How do you know if that's talking about you? Well, I thought it would be helpful today. Some of you might get mad, but I thought it would be helpful today to give us three indicators that you may not be a thankful person. Now, you can thank me later if you get in the car and say, well, I guess I'm not a thankful person. <laughs> Three indicators that you are not a thankful person. First is this. You may be an unthankful person. These kind of make me want to laugh. If you worry more than you worship. You, you may be an unthankful person if you worry more than you worship. Listen, to worship is to give God his place. It is to exalt him. It is knowing who he is, to submit to him, to obey him, to trust him. To worship is to give God his place. I want you to listen to me very carefully this morning. If the pattern of your life is to worry and the pattern of your life is to stress more than you worship, you may be an ungrateful person. Do you, know, do you know that Jesus said in Matthew 6, do not worry? He actually said that. Do not worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, or what clothes you will wear. He says, do not worry about tomorrow. Today has enough problems of its own. Listen, if you worry more than you worship, you may be an unthankful person. Second thing is this. You may be an unthankful person if you whine more than you praise. You may be, no one said anything, you may be an unthankful person if you whine more than you praise. Now, listen, this is more than just worry, but now this is worry expressed. This is worry that's now vocalized. And if you're around one of these people, it's always, oh, oh, good grief. Oh, it's not ever gonna work. Oh, it's not ever good enough. Oh, it's so terrible. These things are terrible. And, and oh, woe is me. 
and, and the product of your mouth, the fruit of your lips is not praise. Praise the Lord from whom all blessings flow. It is to go through life whining about all the things that aren't good enough. I'm gonna tell you, if that's you, you can't be a thankful person. Well, never rains. Rains too much. Cold in the winter. I don't know why it's cold in the winter in Vernon. If you whine more than you praise, you may be an unthankful person. Third thing is this. You may be an unthankful person if you wig out more than you wait. Let me explain this. If you wig out more than you wait. Now, the Bible says this. We trust in the Lord. That's the point to God's word. It is teaching us that we can trust in the Lord. He is faithful. He doesn't change. We trust in the Lord. So because we trust in the Lord, as God's people, we are trained to wait upon the Lord. What that means is we have faith that he is good. Pam was saying that. We have faith that he is kind. He actually is kind. We have faith that he is powerful, that he can do what he needs to do. And so no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on in our life, no matter how bad it gets, we just set up camp and keep praising the Lord, waiting on the Lord. Let me tell you the way of the world, and I understand it very well. We, we wig out. We freak out. We, we think, you know what, I gotta get this straight and I gotta get this fixed and I fly over here and I do two things as I go and I, I jerk up over here and I, and I do this and I rush over here and I'm consumed and rush and worry and I'm wigging out. If you wig out more than you wait, you may be an unthankful person. All right? So, as we progress, the next question is, so what if that is you? And honestly, what if it's not you? Really doesn't matter. Here's the main point today. How are we to be thankful? How are we to be thankful? I, I look around today, do you know life's not always easy? Why, why should we be thankful? Good grief, life is tough. And I, I listen and it's every single day. Bad diagnosis, young age, older age. Finances this, relationships fell apart, things are tough, things happen to kids. And, and life is tough and you, and you start to say, you know what, I, 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 all I see on the horizon are tough things and, and gut-wrenching things and hard things. Why should we be thankful? Well, let me just say, it's Thanksgiving 2019. I'm going to encourage you to sit up and to listen up and maybe to buckle up because here we go. And get ready, and it's, it's going to be pretty awesome. And I'll just tell you this. Some, some of you, God brought you here today just for this. Some of us, maybe me my included, God brought us here today just for this. Why would we be thankful? I can make a list of all the problems, all the crud, all the garbage. Why should we be thankful? Well, I want to come as your pastor today, and I want to tell you, why we should be thankful. And I want you to hear every one of these. First thing is this. Why should we be thankful? Listen very carefully. We should be thankful because it is finished. I want you to get this today and I want you to leave here with this understanding in concrete. 
Be sure today in Jesus Christ, there is nothing left lacking. We go through life thinking, well, you know what? We're almost there. There's something else. There's something around that corner. I want you to understand in Jesus Christ, there is nothing left lacking. In Jesus Christ, there is nothing left undone. In Jesus Christ, there is nothing left to do. In our risen Savior, Jesus, there's no reason for us to strain. There's no reason for us to stress. But in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, it is finished today. It's finished. It's finished. It is finished in Jesus. Thank the Lord. Well, what if this doesn't work out? Listen, it's finished in Jesus. Well, what if this is what I plan to be doing right now? It is finished in Jesus. It's finished in Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. It is finished in Jesus. This one's better than that one. Why be thankful today? Because it is final in Jesus. It is final in Jesus. Now, you hear that and you think, well, that that sounds very similar. But I want you to understand that's not the same thing. It is finished in Jesus. There's nothing left to do. But I want you to leave here today and I want you to be very, very certain it is also final in Jesus. Listen carefully. Our salvation in Christ. Our future in Christ. I think maybe the thing we we worry about most is the future this week and next week and this fall, next summer and next year and when the kids get this age and when I get this age, our future in Christ, our eternal condition in Christ, it will not be overturned It does not hang in the balance. It is not yet to be determined. It will not be snatched away. But brother or sister, I want you to hear me. It is as sure as sure can be. And today we don't have to wonder and we don't have to wait because friends, in Jesus Christ, it is final. There are Many things I do not know. Some of y'all say, well, tell me about it. (laughs) Carrie just said amen. (laughs) There are many things I do not know. There are many things I do not understand. I don't understand them. And I sit and I bang my head and I can't understand them. There's many things I don't understand. But I want to tell you this morning what I do know. And I want you to listen. I want to tell you this morning what I do know. I know there is a great, good God. And I know that he loves me. And I know that he loves you. And I know, listen, I know, I am sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that he sent his only begotten son. His name is Jesus. And I know, I know, I'm not having to go guess it. I know he lived a life with no sin. Not one sin did he ever commit. I know that he died my death there outside of Jerusalem on a hill of Calvary. I know that his blood ran out there for my sin. He took my shame and he took it to the cross of Calvary. I know that. 
I know that he is raised from the dead. I know he is. I know physically actually raised from the dead. I know that our victory is sealed in that resurrection. I know that he ascended to heaven. I know those days later that he ascended to heaven and he said, the angel said as he left, he'll come again. I know that he ascended to heaven. I know where Jesus is at right now. Oh, but I know. I know, friend, I know. There is coming a day. I, I'm certain, I'm sure that there is coming a day when the Father is going to look over at the Son. And he's seated there at the right hand of the Father on the throne. There in the, in the seat that has all the glory attached to it. And I know he's going to look over, and I'm not, this isn't some allegorical thing. This isn't some mystical thing. This isn't some pie in the sky hope. I know that the Father's going to look over at the Son, and he's going to give a nod. And I know that he's going to rise up from that seat. He's going to stand up from his throne. Last time he came to earth, he came. They mocked him. They killed him. I know he's not coming that way. He's going to stand up, and he is the risen king, the Lamb of God, and he's going to stand up, and there's going to be majesty all around him, and there's going to be glory all around him, and he's going to stand up. And all of those angels, they've been watching for all these years, 6,000 years. They've been wondering what's wrong with these people all these years. They've been peering in. They've been watching all these years. And one of those angels is gonna pick up a horn and the trumpet of the Lord shall sound. And one of those angels, he's gonna give a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the clouds are gonna begin to turn back and they're gonna roll back as a scroll. And Jesus, listen, I know he is gonna descend and he told me in his word that those that have died in him they're gonna come with them and my dad I expect he's gonna be with them he's gonna be with them and he's gonna ascend and it says we're gonna meet him in the air and it says and we will forevermore without end eternally be with Jesus listen what have I to fear what have I to dread it is final in Jesus Christ it's final in Jesus I don't wonder if that's not gonna happen. Well, what if that doesn't happen? It is gonna happen. It is final in Jesus. It won't be snatched away at the last minute. Woo, it's final in Jesus. <laughs> if, you don't need, if you need more reasons, there's another one. Third reason to be thankful today. Listen to this one. This is for us. Because it is finished and because it is final, third reason to be thankful is it is fine. It is fine. Because it's finished and because it is final, it is fine. Sometimes we think, well, man, that's so far away. Man, I don't know if we'll ever make it there. I know we're going to heaven. I don't know how, how, if I can take these days in between. And we start to think, man, that's so far away. What about these days? Well, I want you to understand and tie this together. If it is finished, and it is, and if it is final, and it is, and you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, come what may, it is fine. You understand that? If you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, it's fine. Well, I didn't want that diagnosis. Well, it's fine. I didn't want how this turned out. It's fine. 
If you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, it's fine. Let me tell you, Christians need to get back to saying it's fine. Yes, it is tough. Yes, it is hard. But we need to get back to saying what Paul said. It's fine. Now, this is my paraphrase. Paul says, you know what? Things are tough. If I die, I'm going to go see Jesus. That's gain. That's fine. If I live, I'm going to lead some more people to Christ. That's Christ. He says, it is fine. Come what may, it is fine. Listen, this is the man that they cut his head off. It is fine. We do well to walk out of here today and get in our car and say, you know what, baby, it's going to be fine. You know what, it's going to be fine. I have a risen Savior. It is final in him. It's not going to be snatched away. And come what may, it is fine. And then there's one more. And this one really isn't about us. And maybe it's bigger than all these. Last one, why should we be thankful? Here we are living in these days. Why should we be thankful? Because it is finished. Because it is final. Because I can say it is fine. The last reason is this. The reason we can be thankful is this. It is for him. Sometimes we're so self-focused, we can't, we can't get off this week and think about all the things for us. Do you understand thanking God is for God? It, it's to praise him. It's to honor him. You ever, you ever go through and do a whole bunch of stuff and nobody ever notice? Or you ever do something and one of your kids come back and say, hey, thanks, Dad. Hey, thanks, Mom. This is, this is for him. I want you to hear me this morning. My God is awesome. And I, I'm finding out every day he's more awesome than I thought he was. He is awesome. He, he is tremendous. My Savior is awesome. He is awesome. In the beginning was the word, what? And, and he goes all the way through and through that word, Jesus, I, I'm forgiven and I'm saved. My Savior is awesome. My, my Lord Jesus Christ, he is awesome. The fact that he loves me doesn't write me off. He is awesome. The fact that in the last days he's gonna meet me and give himself to me, the bright and morning star, my, my Savior Jesus is awesome. And I'll just tell you, the Bible's very clear we're going to thank him in heaven. I don't think we're going to be able to help it. We're going to thank him in heaven. And for all eternity, we're going to thank him. It says that the angels and the elders, they're going to get down and they're going to say, thanks be to God. We're going to thank him in heaven. But listen to me. Do you ever think maybe it brings him more glory to do it when things aren't perfect? Did you ever think, you know, I'm going to thank him in heaven? You better believe it, brother. I'm going to thank him in heaven. Did you ever think it might bring him more glory to do what Paul said in 1 Thessalonians and to give thanks in all situations, even the ones we don't understand, even the ones that are gut-wrenching? Oh, I know it's finished in you. I know you didn't depend on me to finish it. I know it's final in you. It's not going to be snatched away. Did you ever think that it glorifies him for us to now say, thank you, Lord Jesus? Friends, we ought to start now, and we shouldn't wait. We shouldn't wait for heaven. We shouldn't wait for Thursday. We should thank him now. What problem can stop us? Thank you, Jesus. Look at my son, 14 years old. Thank you, Jesus. My wife, my home. Thank you, Jesus. This church, thank you, Jesus. The word of God, thank you, Jesus. Why don't we start right now? It is for him. 
I'm going to ask if you'll stand, please. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come. And your people here, I look across and I see folks that they're going into this Thanksgiving without somebody they were with last Thanksgiving. I go through folks that have a, a diagnosis and they're not sure how it's going to turn out. I, I see folks and they're stressed out and they're hurting. I see folks that they're divorced and they didn't ever plan on being in this spot. I see folks that their kids are taking a new stage in life and it's a time to turn a page. I see folks that have endured hardships. But Lord, in the midst of all of that, we can say, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, every single morning, new mercies we see. Lord, I I pray that in this hour, in this moment, that we just thank you. And we, we sit here, we stand here today, and we just thank you. And we, we begin to run through our mind all the great attributes of, the, of you, that who you are, that we thank you. For our Savior, for our salvation, that we thank you. For an eternity secure that we're not having to go back and work for, that we thank you. And for a day when there'll be no more tears and no more sorrow for the former things will be passed away. And God himself will tabernacle with his people. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, help us, guide us. Bless us, use us, but today we thank you. Lord, I pray as we conclude this service, if there's somebody here that can't thank you, somebody here that doesn't know you, somebody here that's holding on to some baggage, somebody here that that can't understand, I pray that today in the hearing of the good news of the gospel of Christ, the promises that you've made us, Maybe the veil lifts, the cloud lifts, and today they see my Savior. They see Jesus. Lord, I pray that the greatest thing that could ever happen that you be glorified in the heart given to you in this hour. Work in our hearts, Lord. Work in our minds. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen.